YouTube has been catching this almost every single time I go live, so who knows what number it is, what we started with. <laughs> but it's me. Hi, everybody. It's Matt. Everybody's cat. And this... Good welcome. evening. Good evening. It's, uh, let's try to do my best Ed McMahon here. Um, <clears throat> it's late night tonight. <laughs> with your hosts, Matt, Cat, and of course, with them always, is the chat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good evening. Hello. I don't know what time it is for you, but it's still relatively early for us here on the West Coast. It's only 7 p.m. Yeah. I think it's, just, I thought it's it was funny to call 7? it, I thought it was funny to call it late night tonight for us. Well, yeah, because you, yeah, well, actually, it kind of sounds ridiculous, but it is somewhat late night for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you reach a certain cadence in your life. <laughs> but you know hey you know the studio audience is full already you know it was a rousing round of applause if there was a way for me to pipe them in in the beginning of the show i totally would <laughs> uh but janet's here janet was the first one in the building uh cheryl is here the tomlin family in its entire it's probably not in its entirely hi guys hey uh cheryl <laughs> i already said that and melissa melissa's here hello melissa hey melissa what's going on everybody Welcome. I know the studio is cold, but that's just how we do it. Okay, every every studio is cold. The lights are hot. Audience is cold. It was cold. Just deal with it. Deal with it. Ah, we had a couple of fun topics to cover tonight. You know, we're we're gonna chit chat about life, Ma. We're gonna talk about life surprises. We I are. Move from them. Uh huh. I don't know. I probably got a personal experience or two to share. And it's interesting because you know, as your son. I, I've been witness to a couple of life surprises of yours. Mm -hmm. Most of them secret. Some of them <laughs> never splashed upon us. But other ones, you know, like, oh, surprise, you have a sister now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, later, and then, of course, we're going to get into fun soap, soap chatter, which I know is why everybody else is here. But in the meantime, I'm just going to talk to my mama about life changes. Surprise. All right, man, let's talk about life changes. Because I'm facing one. I'm facing one. My life is totally different now than it was this time last Thursday. It is. This time last Thursday, I was wrapping my day up, getting ready to go to work again tomorrow. And today, that's not the case. So, you know, there's that. Hey, you know, so I don't know. Hey, you know, you know uh, it's a blessing uh, in, in one side because I get to sit here comfortably at seven o'clock on a Thursday and not worry about the ramifications that might splash upon the next day. I made a guest spot. I'm going to go hang out with Vinny on Suds and Squared Circle tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. I, I've been writing a little bit more for SoapOperNews.net. I, I wrote a Who Shot Harris article. Oh. Um, James Lott Jr. and I discussed a little bit about the, uh, the schedule for Love Politics Medicine. We're definitely going to have that out by the summer of 2024. That's the plan now. Big summer awesome. blockbuster drop for JLJ Media. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. It's so interesting because, uh, you know, this is a surprise to a degree. Was it one that I sort of saw coming maybe written on the wall? Yeah, a little bit. That's probably why I'm not crushed. Well, yeah, yeah, I think you had like a... Uh... You had an inkling that this could happen, but at the same time, you weren't like 
told that, you know, that happened to me before. It was definitely out of the blue. There, there was no, I knew like, th th I knew it was coming. There was, I mean, uh, based on the circumstances of what I was facing at the company I was working at, you know, big, big merger. I was in a department that usually gets slashed mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to a merger like that because there's only so much work that could be handed around. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, ultimately, you know, it, it was just like, hey, this is likely coming. And I, I worked very hard on trying to get ahead of it. Try yeah. to position myself so it wouldn't happen, but ultimately ran out of time. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, we, but also there was no announcement. There was no, hey, this is coming. There was no, you know, be, be prepared because we might be making these choices down the line. It was very, very business as usual. I even had new responsibilities kind of given to me the day before my last day. Because really? even the people who were working in the office with me didn't know it was coming. This was like a level or two above... You know, one of those let's cut this line item situations. Hey, Jacarius. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that's kind of too bad because I, I, I don't know. If if they, I, to me, if they would have reached out to, you know, your facility and your leadership in your facility, because I kind of believe, you know, sometimes I think, ah, eh, maybe that guy's full of crap. But I believe him, actually. I don't think you knew. I really don't. No, I don't think so. Um, so I, I don't understand why they didn't reach out to the leadership that's right there at that facility to, uh, you know, I would think that they would have a little more education for make to make their decision to make sure it was the right one. You know, ultimately, what 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 they kept on the HR representative, what they kept on saying was they kept on referring to the headcount, the headcount, the just headcount just doesn't support it, and so it really didn't come down to any sort of skill or or what they may what someone might be offering long term or even in the day to day. It sincerely was, we don't have your position anymore. And, and other and, people and had the other positions. It was, it was, you know, we we can cut this person in favor of that person, and shift them over, or we can just cut the one person and only affect that particular segment and not have some sort of ripple effect. You know, I, I get it to a degree, and and honestly, when it comes down to it, mother, I've never been released more comfortably. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I thank goodness they gave you a severance, right? All right. Yes, thank goodness they gave you a severance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, um, but, you know, I mean, we we we've all faced this before. I'm sure people in the chat have faced this before. Cheryl says you look beautiful, by the way, today, mother. It's the hair. You? It's the curled hair. Yeah, it's actually it's not curled. This is my hair. Oh, it's hair. your natural hair, is what this it is. This is my natural hair. It's not. It's you're not blown out here. You know, there, there's <laughs> it's it looks so much more voluminous, mother. Why don't you use that? Why don't you do this more often? Like, it has a tendency to get frizzy. Oh, I see. Loses its cool def, you know, loses its curl definition. So you just go for the Gladys instead. I have to, you know, I have to, <laughs> I have to put a curl definer in it and mess with it. And I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. After a while, it doesn't look good to me. It looks like a rat. Fair enough, ma. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not here to say nothing about it. It does resemble a little bit more of what your hair looked like when I was younger. Yeah. It wasn't perm. It's not a perm, but it's still, it's you know. I, I don't know. It, it got weird. It got, you know, I've always had a little body in my hair. That's why you have body in your hair, and that's why you don't like it. it you know, it bothers you sometimes. I know it does. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't. It does, it's unruly. Because it's it unruly. I it's understand. It's unruly. <laughs> so, 
it seems like as I got older, my hair got curlier. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely have waves and, and swoops in places that I didn't have before. So I understand. Um, Melissa says in a year from now, I, me, Matthew, uh, will realize that this is the moment my life began to align into what makes me happiest. Now is the time to go after your dreams like Drew goes after Nina's throat. No mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, well, of course, I, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, I, I so want this to be, you know, of course, it looks like a setback right now, but it for it to look like you know for for an opportunity you did you didn't know that you could pursue. Okay, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pump out a novel in four weeks, put it out on Amazon, and make all you people buy it for five ninety nine. And you don't and you don't know what's going to happen. Right, right. Some sort oh. of just just sappy love fest. So yeah. I'll do it live on YouTube. I'll just sit here and I'll write for an hour every day, and you guys can tell me what it is, and then I'll publish it and I'll make all the money and won't share it with any of you. But I'm such, but I'm such a mama bear. I want to go down there and tell them how effing stupid they are. I, I understand, but <laughs> hey, you know this isn't the first time I faced something like this. I think that every single job, I mean, maybe not every one of them. You know, some of them are on my own merit, or maybe me just being done with it. But um, you know, it's not like I haven't faced the, this type of type of circumstance before. And like I said a moment ago, I've never been released more comfortably, and so that's really nice. Uh, the, the usual uh, tension of being like, what, what, oh God, I need to find something. Let me go apply at Starbucks, uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. isn't there. It, it, yeah. Thank goodness. You know, hey, Stephanie. of course, of course you need to, of course, you know, that, you know, you got to look on down the road and, and find other means, but, but, yeah. um, it's not such a panic. Right. Right. I don't feel a sense of panic. And so in the meantime, you know, uh, Super Chat is open, but also at the same time, I don't want your dollar bills. What I want is your subscription. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, do so. Hit that button. Do it right now. In the long run, that's going to mean more, than, more to me than $2.99 cent of the chat right now. I guarantee you that. So let's push up those numbers, folks. Share the channel with your friends, people who like soaps, and also people who like to just listen to mom and son just chit-chat about whatever. Because, you know, we'll do this more often since I got time. YouTube needs to get to 1,000, you guys. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be super fun. That'd be super awesome. It'd be, I mean, it's our next big milestone. It is. You know, if I do that, then who, who knows? Who knows who might want to be on the show? So, you know, it's, it's an investment in your own entertainment is what it is. <laughs> we need we need a guest oh goodness uh cheryl says your rock your channel's rocking i love it you know it, i honestly cheryl thanks for saying that i i really like the late night tonight randy that i came up with <laughs> me too since you the little little video so you know I if, like you're not, it. if you're not following us on twitter or instagram do so now 10th floor gh10 th floor gh uh you can see the the little teaser video that i put put up for tonight's podcast there's like there's like late night music as if you're mm -hmm. watching some sort of like Tonight Show with Jay Leno type Very deal. Cool. Oh God, that's so old. What is wrong with me, Mom? I'm too young to say Jay Leno. I should be saying. At least you didn't say David Letterman. <laughs> He's been off even longer. You know, I, I should be. I should be saying <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. What's wrong with me? Oh yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon, or you know the other Jimmy too. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> JLJ's good friend Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, also at the same time, the, the 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 music is is very like not current. It's 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 pretty pretty nineties, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta figure out a way to do a little intro here. You know, what, maybe I've got time to work on the setup now oh, too. Yeah, we have to do a setup, don't we? You know, so I can I can have some sort of mm -hmm. like I can I can get JLJ to be like 
it's it's late night tonight with your host, you know, like I did Matt and Cat. And then, you know, I can put in the music and there'll be a whole intro and then we can fade in. I can pipe in like the audience applause, you know, and then you and I can like do a monologue about politics. Um, Matt, <laughs> yes. guess what I'm going to go do on Saturday? What are you okay. going to do on Saturday? All right, let me say, let, let, let me, actually, I saw a TikTok about this today because it's kind of funny, so I'll do it to you, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. What did what the song? What did Wilson Phillips have to hold on for? One more day. There you go. Guess who I'm going to go see on Saturday night? Wilson Phillips. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hold on for one more day. I passed the test. I passed the test. I don't believe it. Wow! Look at me. I I, I remember the name Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. Heck yeah. It's I, I mean, I, that is that, that what, what a classic. So, you know, when it comes down to it, that's one of those like childhood anthems, I think, for me. Oh, sure. And you know, and if you and if you weren't if you ever seen the Bridesmaid movie, yeah. you'll know that song because that's how it ends. Well, that's with a good Wilson movie too. Phillips running up on you know, Wilson Phillips there singing it with him. <laughs> Oh, so hey, that's awesome. Wilson Phillips You're going to do Saturday that this coming, this coming Saturday? Yeah, this was that Was that your Valentine's Day gift? Huh? Was it your Valentine's Day gift? Well, well, we did. We didn't do anything for Valentine's Day yesterday. And we know we're not big old celebratory kind of people in that way anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, we do a little something, but it's not a big deal. But so, but um, we didn't do nothing yesterday. We didn't buy each other a card or nothing. Nothing. Because we said, ah, so we're going to do it all on Saturday. Okay. And we don't care about that stuff, honestly. I do you. The car. I mean, I, you guys, this is not my boyfriend I met three years ago. <laughs> Your husband, you've been no. together for 40 years. Yeah. I married him in 1980. <laughs> That's older than I am, you guys. They got married <laughs> several <laughs> years before I was born. Yeah. So we're going to go see Wilson Phillips and um, Al Jardine is going to be with them. Al Jardine is one of the original Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he don't have the other Beach Boys with him, but he's right. going to be doing Beach Boys, okay, too. that's cool. He may be doing Beach Well, that's Beach right Boys. up your alley, then. You got and Wilson Phillips. Phillips. You got a little Beach Boys sprinkled into that. Oh, I got the Beach Boys and Wilson Phillips. Yeah. I like it. You, so all you need is Donny Osmond, and you, you just have a place where you can just, I don't know, right just leave your fan, live your fangirl dreams. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> That's what I'm going to do on Saturday, and then I think we're going to go out for like you know before we're going to do a little pregame. <laughs> nice, nice. Melissa has t tickets for Celtic Woman this month. This this month, if she's a choir nerd, Celtic oh. Woman, you know, Danny Boy, the pipes, the yeah. pipes are you calling. I, when I was a kid, I really wanted to do. Performing arts. I really did, but I yeah. never, I didn't have the nerve for it or the confidence for it. I wanted to do choir. I wanted to do dance. I wanted to do drama in school. I didn't do any of it. And my parents didn't put me in anything either, you know, like, you know, put me in dance as a younger kid or something. I, I didn't oh, get any. You must have been thrilled to have such a theatrical child then. Well, that's why I was a very encouraging. You sure were. <laughs> Because I wanted to do it myself, and I was like, "Oh man, if I could, if if this, if if I could, if I could help, if I can facilitate him, 
actually doing the things he has a passion about. I really understood it. I really did. So, so yeah, but I, I, so I, I love all that choir stuff. I love all that performing arts stuff. And I wound up taking tap lessons when I was like 30 years I old. I remember you did it at the mall. I did it at the community center. The community center. Okay. Well, I remember <laughs> you doing this and then it wasn't like aerobics or jazzercise at the mall, but you did. I that remember was jazzercise you, at the mall. <laughs> I do remember you doing tap dancing though. I do remember this. Yeah. So I did tap dancing when I was like 30. And, um, and then I joined the choir at church and I sang in the choir for 10 years, 12 years, something like that. A long mm. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, the church choir. I remember that. You, you, you were living your choir dreams at that I, point. I really you was. were involved so, so much, and you really loved it. You, you absolutely loved it. I did love it. And, and the surprise from that in life was you living your dreams and making good friends. And there was nothing to move on from other than your retirement from doing that. <laughs> but, but at that point, after 12, 12 years, it's pretty easy because at that point you were like done more than just being like, I'm in the choir. And th at that point, you, you, you were, you were the face of the choir at that people knew that you were choir lady. Um, they, they expected you to bring the, the bagel that they wanted. Yeah. And if well, they, didn't, they I, let you knew. I was the green room person. The I, room I person. did the scheduling for the re green room, you know, who's going to bring this, who's going to bring that. So, you know, and people got, and, and then, and then people, people get kind of fussy about things, right? They get kind of fussy about things. But then they learned really fast. Don't approach Kat with anything that you don't want to volunteer to do yourself because she might spin it back on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, hey, you know, uh, let's see. Let, let's see what, what uh, people, people say they miss Arsenio Hall. And that's pretty that's pretty popular. So maybe maybe the theme music and the uh, and the, the neon reminds them of Arsenio. You know. There was one particular, uh, I tell you, this is one of the things that helped him win the election this year. Well, when Bill Clinton came on the Arsenio, Arsenio Hall show and played, and the, played sax. the sax, oh man, <laughs> that did him a lot of good, actually. It, sure did. it, really it made him look did. so cool. It, it was like, this cool wow, guy. look he's at this cool old. guy. He's got, he's got style and pizzazz. Like let's let's <laughs> vote for him. Anyway. Yeah, Arsenio. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah, people feel like that. <laughs> Cheryl is going to be setting up a fish tank this Saturday, so she's got that to, to look forward to. What kind of fish? Is it like a little like goldfish tank, or is it going to be like one of those big saltwater ones with clownfish? Let me know in the chat, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, I remember there was a house on the same court that your when I met your dad, on the same court they lived in, there was a family a couple of doors down, and they had this fish tank that was flush with the wall mm. of their living room yeah and to like feed the fish and take care of the tank and stuff you had to go out in the garage that oh, was where the access was okay but it was flush with the wall inside the house mm -hmm. it was pretty cool looking it was big too hmm. i remember that i've always wanted a super awesome fish tank i've just never had the persistence of of attention to be able to do it yeah, I, these these are things that I've learned about myself through the surprises and moving on in my life. I've really learned what I, what I can do and can't do effectively, uh, and paying attention long term to something is something that I cannot do effectively uh, unless it's something that's able to get in your face like a dog. 
you know? Okay. <laughs> so if you have something that's not going to cue you, you might let it starve to death. I, 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 I don't know, but I mean, I, the, the, the water might get a little green is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, and then I'm, I'm not somebody that does a bunch of pre-research. I think we all know this about me running a podcast. Uh, I go into things pretty uninformed and try to just figure it out. And that's not fair for something that's alive. No, it's not. You know, you can't live your whole life through improv, man. Uh, it's true. It's true. You know, I can get through. I can muddle through this, though. Uh, Melissa asks, remember when GH had the heavy saxophone intro? She loved it. Do you think Bill Clinton can play yeah. the GH song? I sure do remember that. I hear it in my head right now. It was when, yes. And it was when you had the hospital and the gates there. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sax. That was actually so... a different one, Matt. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know then. Oh, I, I don't know. Really... Uh, sax is in some style. Remember they're the saxophone really because he's pretty famous and he did the saxophone on that. Well, and Jacarius, Jacari, oh, Jacari, Jacarius says that he's beginning to lose hope. Huh? That what? He's beginning to lose hope that he's ever going to be able to meet Carson Boatman. But you know what, Jacarius? I'm here to tell you, don't lose hope, man. I wish I could be like, hey, look, looking, th walking right. through your door right now. I wish I could do that. I can't. I tell you, I, I tell you what the best, best, best chance of you could ever have a meeting Carson is you got to get yourself a flight out here for day of days. You got to come out to California yeah. for day of days. Stand in his but, line. But, dude, that's a free event. Yeah. And let me tell you, that general hospital nonsense is far from free. Yes. But, Far from free. Day of Days is free. Then you could actually meet him so easily. Yeah, I, I he was there last time. And really, when it comes down to it, I know that it might not be the most comfortable flight of all time, but Spirit Airlines is really, really inexpensive. Yeah, I don't I mean, recommend it. I did it once. Holy it's, crap, dude. I could bicycle better than that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just strap some wings to the bike. It was terrible. Hey, Matt, you know what? All right, um, then the next cheapest option. So I have to tell you real quick. So the other day we went to your sister's house, right? Yeah. Just your sister's house to pick up um to pick up a little squirt. You know what she says to us when we get in here? Get to the door. Get on in here, bro. Get on in here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shaking out with too many dudes. <laughs> Just a bunch of gamer dudes with their dad like, is what it is. This six on a grandpa bro <laughs> you, bro that's super funny next time record it like like pull, pull your camera out knock on the door and just record whatever happens <laughs> it would be comedy uh, for sure jacarius is all the way in mississippi and I, I know i know mississippi's pretty far away from everything uh but hey you know i mean per perseverance saying... uh, uh, you know save, saving 20 bucks a week goes a long way uh when it comes to being able to do something in a couple of years is, I, I mean yeah, ever is a strong word is what i'm saying never give a hope and who knows maybe no. something's going to happen over or in like florida which is and, a lot closer and i and i have to say though he was there last year mm -hmm. carson was there he was we met him yeah. oh my gosh mm. He is, he looks good on TV. Oh, man, he is so pretty in person. I saw him, actually, I saw him quite a, we saw him quite a bit though, because we saw him at the day of days. And mm. then we went to the next day to the concert. Yes. That they did at the bourbon room. Yeah. yeah and that yeah. was not free. No, it was not. 
Well, well, I mean, it wasn't free for uh, you and me. No. It was free for but, our companion. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sometimes a disorganization works out in somebody's favor. Um, Carson, uh, he's so handsome. He, re- he, he really is. is. Uh, and he and can he, sing he's, that he's heck out of country music. Man, he, he, it's a great voice for country music. Uh, he, he is a pretty talented singer. Uh, Jacarius yeah. says that he's he's also afraid of heights, and you know, uh, you know, buddy, that's just something that you know, with enough, just push yourself, be stronger than your fear. There's or, nothing more powerful than the human mind. You can do it. Or, take a or train. Jacarius, it would take you a little bit. You drive out here. Drive out here. You can even take a train. It would take it take would take a little bit, but hey, you you'd be able to see the entire United States. And who who do you know that could say that they have done the near coast to coast? United States train trip. The science. Where, what, state, what state is he in? Tennessee? Mississippi. 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 You know, near coast to coast. It's not totally coast to coast, but Mississippi's like southeast, right? I, yeah. I don't know. I'm terrible yeah. with geography. You guys tell me. Yeah. I, I'm okay with West Coast. I know it's California, and then Nevada's right next to us, and then above it's, us is, is. No, it's Oregon. all right down there, Mississippi, Louisiana, right over there. You know, yeah, right above that. Close. Tennessee, whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, Your uncle drove from Tennessee here in two days. Hmm. A so little he was less booking it. Two. He didn't stop. <laughs> He's crazy. Cheryl suggests I get multiple cats. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm I'm definitely much more of a dog person than a cat person. I don't like getting scratched. That's really what it comes down to. I don't want to get scratched, and a cat's going to scratch me. Well, a, a cat. I I like cats. However, I have a slight allergy to cats, and I they'll bother me for a three, you know, for a short time, and then I kind of like get over. I don't know. It's just weird. It doesn't. <laughs> after some time, it you, doesn't bother me. You get over. But it. like, if I'm a cat around a cat every once in a while, mm. it'll make my eyes itch like crazy. But I yeah. feel some tolerance if I'm around it a lot. What I don't like about cats is they tear up your furniture. <gasps> yes, they will. They like to do, you know, they need scratching they posts. They like to do that. They love to do but that. I remember, oh yeah, the back corners of our couches used to be all torn up all the time. Yes. I remember. Yeah. And you can get a scratching post for them and stuff, but, they you know, still sometimes want to do the they dig the couch so much. <laughs> no cats for me. So. I don't have a couch for them to mess up anyway. I mean, not one that belongs to me. <laughs> Mama Cat is allergic to cats. Oh, the irony, says Melissa. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, what I'm really, really, really allergic to that I can't, and it, it just sends me off to the moon, is a rabbit. Mm, okay. okay. I had to stop volunteering in my daughter's preschool because there was a class rabbit, and I couldn't take it. Got it, got it. Long, long-haired cats bother Cheryl, but not the short-haired kind. I guess it all, all comes down to dander, right? Just the, the type of dander that comes off of it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Really? I did have a cat, though, for 17 years. I had a cat that he, we had him for 17 years. He had a very long life. He had, oh, sassy. That sassy. is a very long, that's almost 20, uh, 17 years. I remember because <clears throat> I really don't have many memories of, like, life before sassy, you know? Lots of memories of life after sassy, but not before. 
Well, if that's sassy, I got, we got sassy before your brother was even born. Well, there you go. Then that's why I, you know, that was the pet that I grew <laughs> up with. Winnie yes. and Sassy, you know, Winnie, Winnie didn't last in Union City though. That, that one took, he, he, he took off right away. As soon as it got, a, as soon as the door got cracked. The very, very first opportunity. She was gilling like lightning. She we never saw a her nice again. cat anyway. Oh, she was a bitch, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and clearly, clearly she never saw the family at home because she took off right away. She did. Right away. So. Isn't it funny how animals have personalities and like some of them are turds and stuff? Okay, so Winnie was not a good cat. Mm -hmm. We loved him, but Amigo was not a good dog and he was not a good friend either. No, he sure was. Bad yeah. name for him. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the only, you know, Buddy and Amigo, it's a, just a good, good two dog name. Um, Great. And there were chihuahuas are perfect. Uh, people are encouraging right now, Jacarius, to take a look at the Amtrak between Mississippi and wherever, wherever Carson Boatman might be, because I think he's going on tour with his, with his band um, over oh, on the East Coast. Gosh. So that, not, that might be easier to the attend. Day players. You might have a better chance of seeing them at the day players than you are coming out for Day of Days. But if you check that out, which it, it won't be a free concert, but you know, you know, nothing is impossible, my friend. Uh, you know, with with enough work and determination. And when it comes to any sort of long term Amtrak train ride, like I haven't done the overnight ones, but I've done the Inter California one from Los Angeles to to Modesto, go see Mama and the family for Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 a fine little ride. It's 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 comfortable. There is Wi-Fi. It's not the best Wi-Fi in the world, but it but it exists. Download mm -hmm. some stuff on your on your iPad. Keep yourself entertained or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to the overnight stuff, it would be a you know a, a private sleeping car, um, food, and all kinds of good stuff. So you should check it out. Make sure that you bring a bunch of snacks though, because you know the first time Matthew took the train, they gave him some snacks. There were snacks in yeah. there. And then the last time you took the train, you were really hungry, too. And you were like, oh, I'll get a snack on the train. And there was zilch. Nothing. Yeah, so on the, on the, way, so on the way up, it was, it was before Christmas, and so funds were limited. And it was the end mm -hmm. of the pay period and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be hungry on the train. Because uh, the previous Christmas, they're like, here's a free box of food for Christmas. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that this time, but that's all right. But on the way back, you know, I had the Christmas card money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was set. Okay. All right. That's, en that's enough about real life, Mom. You want to get into some soap chatter? That's I'm sure that's why people are here. They sure. Don't care about us. Well, they better care about me. I care about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You're about half an hour into this sucker. Uh, yeah. Let's let's make it. Let's do it. Let's let's get into the transition. Let's talk about. Okay. Two, let's uh, talk about something. Let's, two, let's talk about two of our favorite crazy characters in soap history, Ma. One of them from All My Children and the other one from right here on General Hospital. And the same actress did play them. <laughs> the same actress. There was a little crossover time uh, <laughs> where, where the same actress did play them for a little while. Melissa says, we care. It's true. And people are sending little hearts, too. And oh, thanks, you guys. I was just <laughs> kidding. I know you care. That's why you're here. That or you're super bored. One or the other. But whatever your reason, I'm, I'm happy you're here. Hit that hit that like button if you haven't done so. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so. If it's your first time here, say hello in the chat. We'll give you a little shout out because that's what we love to do here live on YouTube. We do like to do that. That's fun. It is. It is. I really like to see new names pop up. So if you're mm -hmm. new, say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Anyway, and if so you're not new, say hi anyway. <laughs> say hi anyway. <laughs> you're here. It's just us. We're just chilling. Just us? It's late night. It's tonight. Let's do it. 
All um, right. Let's talk about crazy chicks. Crazy <laughs> ladies. We got four crazy <laughs> ladies in total to discuss here tonight before the before the show's over. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about the the one that that I think existed before the rest. Mm-hmm. And that would be Janet from another planet, Janet Dillon. From all Janet Green. Janet Green. Janet, Janet Green Dillon. Janet Green Dillon from All My Children, Janet from Another Planet, <laughs> uh, so a character who is near and dear to my heart, connected mm-hmm. to the first soap story that I remember. It is. She was the one that threw Natalie in that well, all right? She was. And not only did she throw her in the well, she kept her a prisoner in there. She did. She and kept her and she used a bucket. And she used a bucket and lowered her like some water and snacks and everything. Water, the only it's... thing that the only thing that Janet didn't do was say, "Put the lotion on." <laughs> I'm gonna put your skin on, Janet or Natalie. I'm gonna put your skin on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sandy says your hair looks cute, so that's another compliment here for your late night you. late night tonight hairdo. Thank you. Um, Janet was just misunderstood, says Melissa, and, and you're totally right. She wasn't a Looney Tune at all. <laughs> she was just wildly misunderstood. She was. <laughs> she was um, wildly entertaining. I tell you one thing. Sandy named her son Trevor because of all my children. Of course, we know Trevor was the one that was thrown in the freezer. Trevor's Uncle Porkchop. Uncle Porkchop. So that that's probably the second Janet storyline that's that that. Uh, sticks out in my mind. First, she replaced Natalie. Then she had facial reconstructive surgery, and then became the actress we all know and love. Is Robin Matson? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, um, and then, and then, and then she killed. She killed. She killed Trevor. Right. That's his name, right? Trevor. Well, you know, Trevor? yeah. She she killed Trevor, which was you know, Trevor and her wound up getting married. She bashed him over the head and threw him in the freezer, mother. You know, and he was married to Natalie. And they, all that stuff. And it was back and forth. And then they had Amanda together. Yes. Yes. Amanda. Trevor and Janet had Amanda together. Yes. And Janet also had a bomb. Oh, my gosh. Bomb and Amanda at the same time. She's like, I'm getting you out of here because I'm blowing stuff up, Amanda. She was nuts. She was out of her gourd, mother. She was totally cuckoo. cuckoo And she she did put Trevor in the freezer. She killed him and let Amanda find him. I know. I Trevor's a great name, though. Trevor was a solid character on All My Children. Uh, he, he was, you know, it was one of those ones. Trevor like, is oh, that guy. Trevor. oh, man. You know, you looked forward to him. Um, I remember there was this really awesome Christmas where it was it was the Dylan family and Natalie was a ghost looking through the the, the window and just everybody yes. was just super happy. I, I, rem- I remember the good times with Uncle Porkchop. And another, and another Christmas, Natalie was looking at the angel and got her sight back. Yes, of course, of course. But that wasn't Janet. That was Janet's sister, Natalie. <laughs> that wasn't uh, Janet. Sandy, was do you funny. call your kid Porkchop? Because I would. I would <laughs> totally call him Porkchop. Call him Porkchop his whole life. Even if he screamed at me when he was 12, stop calling me that. It's embarrassing. I'd be like, pork chop, go to your room and don't scream at me. You talk to me with respect, pork chop. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. <laughs> uh, Ava did the same thing to Nicholas. It's not that nuts. Are you talking about bashing somebody over the head and throwing them into a freezer? Because I don't remember Nicholas going into a freezer. Well, somebody hit Peter in the head and put him in the freezer. <laughs> Peter fell downstairs and went into a freezer. That's true. All of it is slightly different from the original Janet crime, which is blunt force trauma 
and a freezer. But he just just super fun. Um, it's super well. Okay, so those stories aren't fun. But by the time all my children was over, she was just fun. So, so Matt, you I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know this. What prominent family member of the Santoses is going to be Blaze's mom next week? Could it be CSI Miami star Abel Larue? Yes, <laughs> I think it's perfect. That's a perfect. That's perfect casting right there. I that's think. pretty exciting. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, when it comes down to it, that's that's a that's a daytime veteran and a half that you've cast. It sure is. Uh, you know that's that's not like Kim Delaney. You know Kim Delaney was like the big return to daytime after she'd been in primetime forever. Um, yeah. Ava Larue. I mean, she was Maria. San I I understand that she was on CSI Miami, but that was twenty years ago, people. Huh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, she this was is, on Young and the Restless too a couple years ago. Well, there you go. This is this is this is a soap superstar coming over to General yes. Hospital. It's the caliber of like Allie Mills coming by. It's like when they were get got Roger Howarth to come through. Mm -hmm. You know, this this is a big deal, which means that Blaze's family might wind up being a much bigger deal co coming soon. Well, she said today. Did you watch today's episode? Not yet. Okay, she said today that her mom was coming next week. And she went, and she and she told Christina that she was gonna she was gonna come out to her mom. Ooh, well, well, well. Let's see what happens there, huh? See what happens. Very exciting. So Eva Larue's supposed to show up next week, I guess. Yeah, sometimes that's cool. That's cool. And you know, I didn't see that see that she was signed to a contract or anything. So it could be three or four episodes, and that's it. But it's you it's, know it's, it's neat. It's the same. It's the same thing all the time with Frank, right? You're going to give you five episodes and see how he how, how sticky goes. he thinks you are. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is this going to stick around or is this? What... Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Plus, you know the the writers are changing here any any day now. Uh, you know we're we're going to run out of Chris and Dan material and start going into the uh, um, the Mulcorti era or the Mulcorte era. I think is what they've called they they've called it online. Mm -hmm. Mulcorte, because the guy's name is Mulcahy. I think his last name is Patrick Mulcahy and Elizabeth Corte are going to be the head writers for General Hospital, or are the head writers for GH now. Yeah. Um, so Mulcorte, rather mm -hmm. than CND. I don't know, whatever. People always come up with some sort of weird shorthand for stuff. They do. They get a smash name of some kind. Always. You know, we're never going to say, we're not just, just going to say Patrick Mulcahy and Elizabeth Corte. That's too many letters. Too many letters to type. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So that's, yeah. so that's coming up pretty soon on General Hospital. That's coming that's up pretty soon on General Hospital. I'm sure we're going to see our second all, our second of four Looney Tunes that we want to talk about here tonight back on GH here anytime now. We just saw her last week, boo-hoo, and over the grave of Esme. You well, I would think so. I think what, you know, Heather, I said this before, Heather has been making far too much sense lately. She's <laughs> been the voice of reason even a couple person, of times. Right? She's even been the voice of voice of reason a couple of times. What if, she, what if, what if this is the, what if they're trying to line up like Cyrus and Heather or something because Heather's starting to make a lot of sense and they're going to be the wise crazies together? I would love to watch that. <laughs> uh, when Ava Larue was announced, asks Otherworldly, "Hello, Otherworldly, glad to have you live here on the tenth floor for late night tonight." Um, 
when Ava LaRue was announced, why didn't they, why did people immediately ask who she'd be paired with? Is she a sultry character? Well, we don't know the character that she's going to play, but Ava LaRue, like I said, she, she's a daytime veteran. And when it comes down to it, if you're a daytime veteran, it's because you know how to play that romance. Mm -hmm. And she's stunningly beautiful. She had an epic romance. I, it was All My Children is what I remember her from the most. Uh, playing Maria sure. Santos and she and Edmund. and Edmund. Edmund Gray and Maria Santos could not be apart from each other. Oh, yeah. They and they had a couple of kiddos. A couple of kiddos, too. And, yeah, a couple of kids, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, when it comes down to which he, she had a very long-term popular romance in All My Children, so it's natural. You know, ooh, who might she be paired with on GH? I think is a natural question that people would ask, especially when it comes to a soap opera where... You live and die by the romances you have in the stories, folks. Not for the most part, right? Well, you know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it really depends on what their plans are with the character. If it's just to come in to, to have a reaction to Blaze coming out and nothing more than that, then it could just be yeah, nothing more I than that. I, I would think that they're going to test the waters more than they're going to write for her right now. Even though she's I a so veteran, they have to have some... I, I just can't imagine them having a big scheme other than you know what they're writing yes yeah, on top of that too you know anything long term that hasn't been filmed yet is 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 ripe to be thrown out the window so who knows who knows it's, it's it could be a time for massive change on general hospital very quickly but we could get into the details of that on sunday yeah for our regular gh podcast you can find 11 a.m pacific time right here on this channel if you don't do so already, you can do that. Join us then. And la and and also be back at nine o'clock on Sunday too for dinner. Yeah, and I won't be by myself. No, I'll be somebody there. with me. And hopefully Angela would be there too. Hopefully, yeah. It's great to have the teacher. She really helps us set set, set things straight. You know, I I feel like I'm a, I don't know if I'm going to need much history lessons on this week from 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 days because it's been pretty like current events. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it was a nice wedding though. I know people, oh, exactly. people were critical because, oh, they're so poor. They had to get married in the hospital. You know, like the show was so poor they can't afford like a, a set yeah. for them to get married on. Yeah. And I'm like, who cares? Those vows are beautiful. No, it went with it went with storyline. It was perfect. It was fine. It was fine. And we'll get into that this Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific time on Days for Dummies. There you go. Especially good for people who aren't Big Days of Our Lives fans because we're brand new. So we can introduce you to all the, the, the wacky world of Salem. So do that. But we're learning yeah. more and more, Matt. I don't feel so lost watching it anymore. Uh, you know, I'm so slow to catching up, right? <laughs> hey, Blink FM. Uh, who killed Diana Taylor? I don't know who Diana Taylor is. I couldn't tell you. Diana Taylor? I don't know. That sounds like some sort of like dynasty character. <laughs> like no, who I shot JR? Know. I don't know who Diana Taylor is. I don't is that like, the wrestlers? Taylor is. Help know. us out, Blink. Who's that? <laughs> Nicholas will end up in Pittenville, probably hanging out right next to Heather. Is Heather in Ferncliff, Pittenville? Is she back in Darkham? Do we she went, well, she was in Pittenville last time they showed her. She was in Pittenville. Yeah, because she's in the Pittenville um, uh, visiting area. Yeah. Also known as the Great Grey's Anatomy break room. Yeah. <laughs> and they let her out to go. I know. Is it? And if you know, the only reason why we know that is we recognize it because of the tour. Yeah. <laughs> That's the break room, you guys. That's the commissary area. So Grace just Grace can't have their sandwiches while while GH is filming Pittenville scenes. Yeah, it is. It's a commissary. <laughs> no, I'm sure, I'm sure they schedule area. it for when Grace isn't filming. It actually, 
actually kind of, that room kind of looks like a in a way it kind of looks like a big screened in porch in a way, doesn't yeah, it? Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's it is. It's it's like half outdoors. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> Uh, glasses got switched. You got the LSD one. Blink, 1981, Diana Taylor. Uh, is that somebody that Heather went after? Is that Diana Taylor? Did she LSD Diana Taylor too? Because I know she did Olivia Falconeri. Oh, she did LSD some people. One of them was Olivia. Heather's in Pittenville waiting to attack Nicholas. I guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. They love to let people out of prison because they've been attacked. So, you know, maybe, maybe that'll... <laughs> Or Nicholas's time. Okay, so she, so Diana is Diana's an old GH character that we just don't remember. Uh, she adopted Stephen Lars. Oh. Mm hmm And she wanted him and Jeff Weber. Yeah, I don't remember that. Jeff Weber. It's too many years of GH to remember all of it. Uh, Cheryl says I thought uh, Heather was in Ferncliff. No, because Ferncliff is like the is is the less crazy loony. They than... had to take her out of Ferncliff because she doesn't stay there. Yeah, so she was at, at Ferncliff all. because she had convinced them to let her there, hang out there, and then like, oh, I, I understand Ryan, so you have to let me stay, and then and then they shipped her back to Darkham. I think is is or or to Pittenville. Listen, there's too many places. She's been at all of them. There's too many places on the show to send the criminals is what it's boiling down to. We don't know where any of them actually are. They they do have, they have had her everywhere. They, she, she, yeah, she's been in all of the prison sets. We can say that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Blink has an encyclopedic memory of Heather Weber, all right? Because now, now they're talking about Heather sneaking out of Ferncliff in the 80s dressed like a nurse. This is a master of, of, of escape, let me tell you. If anybody can get out of the walls, it's Heather Weber. She's done a lot. It's because they don't serve good BLTs where she's at is what it comes down no. to. And if she can't figure out how to get away, on her, she she's very good at manipulating guards, too. <laughs> she, is. she is. She is. She is. She is. You really know, with good. her feminine wiles or with her whatever it is that she wants <laughs> whatever, to offer. Whatever. You know, she could, just some whatever sort of ammo. logic. Whatever, whatever ammo would work on that particular guard is is what it she, is. She can analyze people pretty well and figure them out. <laughs> she is nutty though. Uh, Liz told the police that Nicholas had committed a crime. Drew was going to be so upset with her. He doesn't like that. Melissa, is, Melissa just loves to hate Drew. That's for sure. Any any excuse to bring up Drew is 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 pretty much Melissa's mo now. Well, I like this Drew better. <laughs> He certainly is more interesting, isn't he? No, I got some yes, GH to catch up with. So I've been I've been watching Days of Our Lives intently this week. I've been watching it with detail and focus. And I plan to do that with GH over the next couple of days as well. Well, yeah. I, I, have you been what well, I don't know how how early you've been getting up, but you've been watching days early in your day? Yeah, you know, I try try to I try to try to, you know, I I what what I have I've had episodes to get through. So I, I did two yesterday and two today. Mmm. And so I guess that leaves one tomorrow, <laughs> which would be fun. I usually watch it in the morning. I watch it kind of early. Once in a while, I'll skip it. It depends on what I'm going to do. Maybe tomorrow, because I got some things going on in the morning. You can, you, you making Grandma Lou watch it with you? No, Grandma Lou doesn't watch Days with me. I watch it by myself. Typically, in bed still. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. It's a good way. Just a welcome to the day. This is the ridiculous dumb world of Salem. Here yes. is just buckets of, of just sappy romance oh, between you know. Apache and Kayla. 
Yeah. You know, I love Sander. Sander always, you know, he always entertains me talking with Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. I didn't do it, Sarah. I promise. I promise. This. They got me. All right, Ma. This is, we, 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 we've been chit-chatting. We're jabbing around it for too long. You know what the real main event of Late Night Tonight really is. What is it? We're going to find out who's crazier. Is it Nell Benson or Esme Prince? We're going to compare them side by side, folks. We're going to award points, and we are not going to leave today without letting you know definitively who was more nuts. <laughs> <laughs> definitively, who okay. is more nuts? All right. So well, let me uh, let me let me let me do some production here, Ma. You can't mm -hmm. see this, but the people watching live are going to right now. I am transitioning this to that. All right, mm -hmm. we are on a brand new screen, Ma. I look, oh. I look forward to you watching the replay okay. on YouTube mm -hmm. because let's let's do that. Let's boom! Look at that. Now we're floating in outer space, floating over the skyline of this random city. Okay, below us on the left, <laughs> we've got Esme. Okay. On the right, we have Nell, mm -hmm. and in between them is empty space that's going to be filled with little boxes of who wins the points of the categories, the five categories okay. that we have lined out. I have full production value going here for this contest, Esme versus Nell. All right, but it's not going to be just us. We need the help of the people watching live right now. We need Cheryl. We need Blink. We need Melissa. We need Jacarius if he's still here. Anybody that wants to participate, I need your help. Let your opinions be known. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's five categories. You ready for the first one? Yeah. All right. First category is parents. Genetic disposition. What are you leading into this with already? Okay, Ma. That's an easy one, though. <laughs> Do you think that's an easy one? Let's, let's so. dig into it. Let's dig into it, all right? Okay. All right. On one side, Esme, of course. Her mm -hmm. parents, Ryan Chamberlain and Heather Weather Weber, which I know what you mean, which what you said a moment ago. That's easy, right? Mm -hmm. That's easy, because on the other side, you got Silas Clay and Nina Reeves. You got a lot of people that would argue that That's Nina true. is totally out of her gourd. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess. I guess when you thought, when I thought of her parentage, those are not the two first names that popped in my brain. Ooh, who did you think of when it came to Nell? Yeah. Who did you think of? Frank Benson and French Virginia. Oh, Frank and Virginia. That's who raised her. That's who raised her, but that's not who provided her DNA. No, that is not. Now, who. Frank is also like Frank. Frank and Virginia. They are not strong examples of mental fortitude. No, Frank wasn't crazy. He's just an old bastard. So, I mean, that, 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 <laughs> I mean, he, he was criminally insane to a degree, you know, who knew, who knows where, where he could have gone with things had, well, well, he's in particular crazy. Ways. he did sell Nell's kidney. You, you gotta be crazy to sell children, don't you? You would think so. You know, there has did to be something wrong with you at the very least. Pretty something, something certifiable, something that has a name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um. So when it comes down to it, you know, so you've got the genetic predisposition of Heather and Ryan over on mm -hmm. the side of Esme, but she had mm -hmm. an okay upbringing. She didn't have a Frank and Virginia upbringing. 
She had a nicer one. She had a nanny. Maybe she wasn't paid attention to the way she wanted to, but it was really the letters from Ryan that really sent her down the path of no return. It's true. Nell, on the other hand, was raised in a terrible environment, received no positive examples, and was really raised more by Frank than Virginia because Virginia was out of there with Carly. You know what I watched today? Hmm. I watched the scene of Carly going to Frank's house and asking for money. Wasn't it? Was it Eden McCoy who was playing her? Eden McCoy was yeah. playing Carly. Right. And then and, Valentine. It was like Valentine who played Frank? Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember it. I remember it. Yes. And Carly was saying she had never met Nell before. Yeah, and, and then they had a little, little baby Nell. Yeah. Little yeah, six-year-old so... Nell that you walked out on. Yeah. 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 So, so, so we, we've had the debate now, Ma, but we have to decide. We have to decide when it comes to parentage. However it is we want to describe it. One has to win out over the other. And I can well, be honest with you, Ma, I don't think there's any way to beat out the DNA provided by Heather and Ryan. I, I don't think there is either. I mean, that is just a, oh boy, that's a, that's a stew, isn't it? <laughs> it is. That is, okay, so, so we're going to say it official. All right, so let, let's see, let's see what the, what the chat might have to say. Let's see if the chat can sway us here in the last moment, because right now this point is going to Esme. Nell is crazier. Okay, okay, all right. That doesn't really help specifically. Silas ebbs the tide because Willow is precious, says Melissa, okay. He could be the base that saved Nell from all of this. <laughs> Ryan and Heather, says Cheryl, are bat fight cray-cray. She, yes! she even spelled it shite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Esme plans things out. Nell, on the other hand, was a different kind of psycho. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, right. I think I, I even though you know, um, maybe we haven't seen all that we're ever going to see of um, I don't if either one of them really Nell could even come to that too. I know, right? Dead is never dead. Esme, so. Esme, I think. Well, we're not even talking about painting. We'll save that for we're the last category. Yeah, because so, the last category is death. So we can save that for, for, for the okay. end. All right. Category number one, when it comes to parents, Esme. Esme wins. Esme wins out as losing the lottery on that. You know, okay. So I know it's a little confusing, but winning a category means that you're really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so Esme. Esme. Esme gets the point. It's official. There is now a little pink square next to Esme representing the one point. One point out of the five. That she has earned in this. <laughs> Category two, motherhood. All right, something that these two characters shared is the fact that they had babies. Okay. On the show with other characters that we know and potentially maybe love. The jury's out. There are plenty of people that don't love Spencer, plenty of people that don't love Michael, plenty of people that love Michael, plenty of people love Spencer. It's a personal choice at this point. Mm -hmm. But both of these ladies had babies on the show. Mm -hmm. And who was crazier about it? Who was crazier who about was crazier it? Who was crazier about it? Who was crazier during it? Who was more dangerous to their babies in the long run? Because that was the big debate there at the end. You know, we got to take Ace away from Esme because she's so dangerous to him. Is that the fact or was Nell, in fact, it's more Nell. dangerous? It's Nell 100%. 
I agree with you on that one too. All right, so on the Esme side, let's let's break it down for people. All right, let's break it down for people. Um, Esme got pregnant. She did throw herself off of a parapet mm-hmm. while pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty dangerous act when it came to the baby. Do you know what Nell did though? What did Nell do? You this? You weren't watching at the time. Maybe I don't think you're watching. So there was at the top of the stairs at the Quartermains. There's mm-hmm. Nell and Carly. I did see And they're this. fighting over Morgan's baby blanket. I did see this, yes. It was when she was taunting right. Carly with the ghost, the ghost of Morgan. With his right. cologne and with some special effects. With the baby. Yes. Baby yes. blanket. And then they're at the top of the stairs. And Nell. Carly doesn't push her down the stairs. They're fighting with the blanket. And now let the damn blanket go. I think that that might be the, yes, I do remember this. I think that's an important distinction because here, here's the difference. Nell threw herself downstairs to get to Carly or to get at Carly, to punish Carly, to make it look like Carly did something pregnant. while pregnant. Esme leapt off the parapet to try to free herself from captivity. So when it comes down to it, when it comes to putting the baby in pregnant danger, I think Nell wins the crazy scale on that one. Because I think because Nell Nell was not didn't have any regard for the baby at all, really. Mm-hmm. Where at the time Esme was desperate to escape. Desperate to escape, yes. Mm-hmm. Now also they had the babies. They had the babies on the show, and what mm-hmm. happened? Esme spent. A lot of time trying to protect and be with Ace, while Nell immediately yes. gave Wiley away. Oh yeah, she's like not even five Gosh. minutes after giving birth to this baby, it was in the hands of Brad. Yeah, and then walked to the hospital with dead with baby. Jonah, or you know, yeah. Wiley was Jonah, Jonah was Wiley, but now I guess it's swapped for the sake of being able to tell these two kids apart. Uh, but yeah, so when, when, and then antagonized the, Michael with a dead body, and then was like, "Look at this baby that you killed," because <laughs> oh they were in the car accident. You know, they were fighting. Uh, I guess he had filmed her, right? He had planted a camera to film her and record her confessing to stuff. And he had played yes. that, and he was like, "I'm doing it." And then she freaked out. She pretended to have labor pains or something. He gets in the mm-hmm. car accident. Mm-hmm. She leaves him there to blow up. She did. She left him there to burn up. <laughs> She did. Burn up and blow up in the car because you couldn't get the seatbelt huh? off. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, mm-hmm. tough, tough cookie. Left, <laughs> went in the labor. Liesl Obrecht was in the other car that was in the accident, ran out, delivered the baby, skipped yep. town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. man, what a blast from the past, folks. <laughs> uh, really, I mean, I, I think this one is, 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 is more obvious than the parents' one. Nell wins the crazy scale yeah. when it comes to but being a bad one mommy. They won and Didn't won. she have the car rigged? Yes, yes, she did have the car rigged. It was like a certain amount of miles traveled before the brakes went out. And so she's like, let me out. Let me out. Why? Yeah. Why? 88 Why? miles per hour for the gigawatts and all that. Yeah, right. They're going to wind up in 1955. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Okay, so Nell, Nell, uh, all right, so Nell gets the point for uh, Bad Mommy. <laughs> Boom. Now there's a little yellow square next to Nell. I, I can't wait for you to see him. I'm so proud. <laughs> Nell is sheer evil as Meg gets vindictive and plans things out says Cheryl we're going to see where the points lie here because we've got three more categories to cover and the next one here is their attempts at murder their attempts at murder both of them attempted murder both of them failed 
mm-hmm. Esme drugging Oz Haggerty to prevent him from testifying in Trina's trial. Mm-hmm. Versus Nell slashing the throat of BLQ while running off with Wiley. Yeah. The nurse's ball. Now, for me, I already have a winner in my mind and heart on this one. Uh, because when it comes down to it, giving somebody a couple of extra pills versus slashing another person's throat, head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. But then also at the same time, it's so sly. Because BOQ was there being like, don't take this baby. Oh, no, my throat. Oz Mm -hmm. had no idea what was going to happen to him. No, he thought he was going to get busy. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) really, you know, when it boils down, you know, one was far more gory, violent than the other one. But Esme took far more planning. And and one, and it shouldn't matter, but one was a character we were cheering for, and one is Dirtbag. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess... It sort of doesn't matter. I mean, ultimately, he got hooked. So, you know, Heather Heather won the day on that. <laughs> uh, but we, 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 we got to boil it down. We got to break it down. Okay. I, these are the two attempted murders that I remember. If Nell committed other ones, if Esme committed other ones, I don't recall. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that they didn't. I don't think she tried. To, I mean, unless you called the Michael thing. But then she was in the car, too. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. You can, mm-hmm. well, you can say that Ismay tried to kill Trina. Boom. <clears throat> she did there at the end. She was trying to steal the boat and like, yeah, ultimately was, was l- l- going to be like, you yeah. just suffocate down here, Trina. We're going to forget about you. <laughs> oh, gosh. See, this one This one might actually be a little harder. This one might actually be a little harder because Esme's, Esme's, all of Esme's required thinking, and that's something the chat was saying. She was more mm-hmm. methodical. She thought things out a little bit more. Nell was bouncing mm-hmm. off the walls, marrying Julian, trying to get the baby, slashing BLSQ's throat, yeah. kidnapping kids, falling off of cliffs, you know, like just all over the place. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nell kill, killed her fiance. That's something to remember as well. She did have that's a successful true. murder there. But it was off camera. It was off camera, but it also required thinking because she set up that, that boat to explode, I think. Yes. Or it set up a boat to fail, so he drowned some sort of Yeah, I ocean think she accident. gets money, right? Hmm? She gets some money. Get money, yeah. So she married, get money, and then uh, I guess I guess they all they were worried that's what her plan was with Michael, but it was far deeper than that because of her connections to Carly. <laughs> she pulled the drain plug, that crazy loon, yes. <laughs> uh, that's how we met Chase, yes, because Chase came down to to hunt down Nell, or at least join yeah, the force and recognize And he always her. called her Janelle, remember? Yes, her full name, because they used to date. Mm-hmm. Nell killed her ex-fiance and had Chase get her off. Nell wins until I know of Esme Ice to her adopted parents, and that's true. Uh, for me, Nell, no, 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 I, I really can't get over the slashing of the throat of BLQ. Oh. That, that... The only thing that would make it worse is, like you said, if... Uh, we find out that that Esme did actually kill her parents. Wouldn't that be something? Her adopted parents. She actually because well, I wondered that she not kill them. I, I, but I guess that hasn't been proven. You know that hasn't been proven right now. I guess they're they're it's Schrodinger's murder where it happened also and it didn't at the same time until the audience is exposed to the truth. Uh, but I would say that as long as Esme's dead, we're not gonna we're not gonna figure anything out new about but that. The slashing of Brooklyn was quite brutal. Yes, yes, it was, and I really think that that one's out. She was she was trying to run off with the kid, uh, not because she wanted to raise him because he loved she he she loved him, but because she was like, I'm taking this kid from Michael. He doesn't deserve it. Oh, yeah, 
actually, Nell, Nell never really showed a whole lot of love for Wiley. She was always manipulating him in some way to, to you know, help her with whatever she was doing. She always used him as some kind of pawn, actually. Uh, all right, so two to, two to one now, Nell in the lead. When it comes to who's mm-hmm. who's 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 more BS, bad bad badass crazy nutso, who who's a bigger Looney Tune? <laughs> As we are now, uh, all right. Ca- category four. This one's going to be really difficult, and we can't have a tie. And this okay. is the category of lies. Whose lies the were lie. better? Whose lies were deeper? Whose lies lasted longer? Whose lies were more damaging in the long run? So Nell came in with with a lot of a lot of secrets. She didn't tell anybody about the connection she had to Carly's past. She came and pretended to be one thing and was something else entirely. She set up Sunny uh, to look like they had slept together. Uh, she remember weaseled. she was she was she was Carly's like uh, assistant and was yeah. very close to her. Like and Carly like, was actually good to her. Yeah, and there was, Carly a, was very good a, to her. Not not a nanny because they didn't have a kid at the time. There was no well, kid to raise. Like a, she didn't. She was like her personal assistant. Yeah, with, some sort of you know, help. Help. Yeah, just some sort of help. With everything. Then, yeah, and then she also worked uh, with Alexis. I think for a little. Or Nina. Work, she worked with a lot there. of Petroport stuff with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nell, the Looney Tune. <laughs> she blackmailed Brad into letting her babysit for Wiley. Ooh, see, uh, very manipulative there uh, when it came to, to now. But, you know, that blackmail isn't lying. Blackmail is, hey, let me hang out with this kid. Otherwise, I'm going to tell everybody that you have my kid. You know, that's not really a lie. Mm-hmm. At least it's not to Brad. You know, um, let's see. There was some sort of, I, I think she visited the kid and shouldn't have, but then was caught, you know. And so that wasn't uh, necessarily wasn't a lie. Esme, on the other hand, let's see. Um, pretty much from the moment she met Spencer. Nothing out of her mouth other than I was adopted and raised by my nanny. Essentially, she's the only person I have left. Seemed well, to have been the only truth that he got. Well, that's true. And she didn't even pursue Spencer. Her dad was already telling her to go befriend right. this person. Exactly. You know, it was never even her idea. It was uh-huh. Nell's idea to, to, to seek out Carly. But she was after revenge. Things. She came to she came into town. Even though the scenario was different, she came into town very similar to how Carly did. Carly mm-hmm. came to town to punish her mother, mm-hmm. punish Bobby, mm-hmm. 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 and stole Tony and did all that crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and so did Esme. But for Esme, it really, really wasn't all that personal. Not really. It wasn't it was personal. personal. I mean, it was, it was it was personal for her father, not necessarily yeah. personal for her, until it yes. became personal for her through Ace and mm-hmm. through Spencer, through genuinely enjoying Spencer to a degree and being uh, jealous over Trina's mm-hmm. uh, encroachment on their life. Uh, Spencer, though, you know, didn't ever tell Trina that Esme existed, and so she, it's not like she had the best foot forward when it came to ingratiating herself into the friend group. Yeah. Uh, n- not not the defensive Esme, just a fact of things that happened on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Esme would, lied from the very moment with with purpose to manipulate people into position. Um, she blew up a car and gave a bear and let Spencer take the fall for it. Mm-hmm. And she was so cruel with Kiki's 
um, work badge and put the badge and the blowing of the car and the badge. And then there was the the doll that had the the creepy recordings in it that there was left yes. for Avery. Yes, that Esme was behind as well. Um, yes. When it comes down to it. I think that Esme is going to win this category. I think that, that her lies were better. I think they were longer lasting. And I think ultimately they were far more damaging in the long run than Nell's. Nell's lies got her short advances. Esme's yeah. was the long con. Mm-hmm. Even there That's at the true. end. You know, if it wasn't for That's the fact... If, if it wasn't for the fact... Like, like when it comes down to what the reality of we need to wrap this up uh, came into play when it came to Esme and Spencer and Trina and all that stuff. You know, we're coming to the end of a contract with Esme. We're coming up to a logical stopping point with Spencer. Let's do something here mm -hmm. and let's quickly work up to it. Um, but even in that two weeks where she had her memories, she was pretty good at fooling people until she slipped up and said, Spence. And even then, what? even then, they didn't really totally believe her until she had fallen off the boat. It's true. You know, that time when she said Spence, everything was different about her that day. Of course, yeah. that was the, really, that was the what, what, what perked his ear up. Right. But everything was different about her that her body language was different. The way she, she was just different. She was right. old Esme. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you look, there's little physical nuances throughout that, it, that show that she's Esme. Yeah. Yeah. Not just Spence. Right. Hmm. Yeah. There was, a, there was several things. And if anybody else was paying attention, like Spencer pays attention, then they probably would have been able to pick up on them as well. Mm -hmm. It didn't take much for Laura to realize it, too. You know, once Spencer laid it out, she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Brad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Nell's lies split up Brad and Lucas. They sure did. You know, they were headed to a divorce at some point anyway. Well, those crazy dumb kids. Yeah. You know, I don't think Brad... If it wasn't that thing, uh, it'd be something else. Brad, we, he has never shown us that he's capable of a <laughs> long-term loving relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it Ryan or Esme? Ryan or Heather called Esme's adoptive parents? We don't know. I think if we suspect that it might have been Ryan, but that's never been confirmed. Never has been confirmed, no. Uh, let's see. Blink says that Chloe Lanier is uh, open to bringing Nell back. That would be fun. Oh, it would be fun. Have her team up with some other crazy person on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving the point to Esme. I'm going to give it to Esme's lies. I think okay. I think she outlied Nell. I think so, too. I, I, and I haven't been dissuaded from that choice by the chat either. So, Mom, look at that. We got a tie. We got two and two. Two and two. Honestly, I didn't expect it to go this way. I truly, when I put the, get these categories together, I thought Nell was going to sweep all but the parent category. So, look at me talking myself into giving Esme a point. Yeah. All right. So, two to two. That means whoever wins this last category. And it yeah. is the most appropriate final category there can be. Because it is the <laughs> circumstances leading up to, and of course, the act of, the death of these two crazy-ass, crazy-ass ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we had Nell, who was, um, God, she hadn't run off with Wiley. She had Wiley. Yeah, she had Wiley in a safe house, and then she had left the kid, and then he had chased her through the woods, right? I don't remember. Help me out, chat. Did she still have Wiley at the time? If not, whatever. I just remember she was at a safe house, ran off. Uh, Carly and Jax went after her. I mm -hmm. think Wiley was there. I think Michael and, and, and other people were at the house hanging out with the kid. I 
think so. The cops were there or something. Valerie mm-hmm. was there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, while Jackson Carly ran off. Mm-hmm. Nell trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Trying to get away. Doesn't notice the enormous cliff in front of her. Yep. Topple. Yep. And Carly hesitates for a mere moment. And she hanging on my finger. Hanging on. And Carly's like, do I help her or not? I should help her. But she did take that three seconds to say, okay, I'm going to go help her. But by the time she got there, Nell had lost her grip. Yeah. She had kind of like reached out her hand, pulled her hand back, and then reached out her hand. <laughs> yes. And Nell had lost her grip. And Nell had lost her grip just as Carly. No, I was going to save her. I was going to save her. Believe me, believe me. I was going to save her. And then Jax was like, you can't even tell the cops you were here. That would be dumb. Mm-hmm. And now, and and the rest is history. And now Nina's never been able to forgive her. Uh, but the truth is, though, Carly, <laughs> yes, Carly hesitated. Yes, she hesitated she for a, mo- a moment. Just a moment. Not long. Not five seconds. Uh-huh. Not a minute. Not even that long. But, I but, but long enough for her to not get there in time. <laughs> but at the same time, though, this is now we're talking about. Carly was not not sure that she wasn't going to grab her and pull her down with her. It's true. It's true. She didn't. I don't trust, like. She didn't trust her at all. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, Wiley was at Sunny's cabin. Yeah, Wiley was in a car, and then she pretended the baby was dead. That's what she did. To, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's what happened. They were in the car. They had the baby. Uh, there was a cabin, yes, the same one that Trina got drugged in. Oh, well, they only have one cabin set, you guys. Uh, Every only one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she had the baby. Yeah, I think so. Okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. We all saw the good son. Nell had to go. <laughs> it's like the good son. I'm going to pick Elijah Wood over you, Macaulay. <laughs> Uh, hesitated yeah. for a split second. Yeah. So those were the circumstances of Penel deaths. And she was in the middle of kidnapping. She was trying to get away with it. She eventually fell off of a cliff as one does. Yeah. We just fall off cliffs here. And, uh, in the year 2021 or whenever it happened, uh, but they never did find the body. No, no. Well, they didn't, they find her on the Pennsylvania side of the river or something. No, no. Oh, they couldn't find her cause she fell on the Pennsylvania side of the river. She did need a finder. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, Esme, on the other hand, in the middle of an act of crime, she had uh, tied up uh, Trina. Um, she had um, some sort of drug that was going to make Spencer do some sort of Helena drug, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would make you do as my bidding. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, she was going to take these 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 two lovebirds back to Port Charles to be, or, or at least take them to Laura in some way and be like, tell me where my kid is or they're, they're going to die. Yep. What's her ultimate her plan? plan. That Frida, was her of plan. course, was a superheroine. Reminded me, uh, you know, just classic, just superheroes. But I wanted superpowers. But I never thought, I I didn't, Esme, Esme's a bad person, yes, but man, her one redeeming quality was she was a good mother. I didn't think she deserved to have her child take when it, taken away from no, her. I, I don't mean, think I, I agree with the show. I think, taken off with it. I think the show has gone to lengths to tell everybody that the reason why Esme went as far as she did is because they took Ace. And if they didn't take Ace, she wouldn't have done that. And I agree with the show. I, I It's like it's like it, un, it, it doing that to her was the key that made her lean into being Ryan's daughter on her own accord without mm-hmm. being prompted to do anything yeah. she could think of all that crazy crap herself 
Uh, well, well, she 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 uh, infiltrates the not the haunted star. She knocks out the captain. She doesn't kill the captain. She just knocks him out. Yeah. So that that's something. You know, it's not like she was no, like all, all bets are off. Like, like, well, I don't want to kill him. I need him to still drive this damn. You know, something. I might still need him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, not not just not just so so crazy that she's just killing everybody that walks across her. You know. Nell would have slit his throat. Nell would have it in the dumped body. Him in the water. Like, oh. What do you mean, Captain? There's it hasn't been a captain here. You know, I'm the captain now. <laughs> you know, I thought of something today, man. I thought of something. Okay. Today I was thinking about Nina. Nina having more children. Mm-hmm. Not getting children now, like she's had other children. You remember how crazy her mother was? Madeline was nuts. Yeah. Actually, when it comes to crazy characters. Madeline probably could beat these other two young ladies on some I stuff. just don't know enough about Madeline to have included no, her in the No, we don't chat. know too much about her other than, you know, she purposely put her daughter in a coma <laughs> and gave away her babies. That's not something that Heather does. Or Janet. They cared about no. their babies. But they could write this if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Madeline kind of used her body as a baby boat. Mm. As she laid there for 20 years. Gross. And perhaps she did is the mother of more children. That's how she's Sasha's mom too. Yes. Gosh, that her mom. Well, well, they did the, They did this. The, the, here, here's why they can't do that. Uh, <laughs> um, consent, <laughs> which Nina had none. Um, and no, I'm not talking about her getting sick, getting pregnant the old-fashioned I way. I understand, but still not non-consensual baby factoring. I I don't know. I think that. I guess. Well, I, guess I thought that, about that too. I, I thought about the, that too. I don't know if it's different without the act. You know, chat. Let us know if without the act, if you were just to ins- artificially inseminate somebody in a coma without their consent, where on the sliding scale of morality does that lie? Because not even like, not even artificially inseminate. Like in like like do oh just uh, like put, put embryos yeah over and over and over yeah, and okay. like. Kept her as a kept her in twenty years. Maybe she had like three or four pregnancies. Well, this 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 folks is how Sasha winds up being Nina's daughter. So you know that's worth exploring. Because <laughs> they've already established, even though the character is dead, Madeline was really took the cake for terrible mother. <laughs> so so basically Madeline would take all five points if she was a, a part of this match that we're having right now between yeah. Ellen and his mate. Yeah. Well, that's Nell's grandmother, everybody. So maybe that maybe that should have <laughs> earned her a point in the uh, whole genetic lottery. Willow's grandmother too. Oh my yeah. I'm waiting for it, Ma. I'm waiting for the other side of Willow to, to find out. Does Silas <laughs> did Silas know? I don't know if Silas no, I don't think Silas knew that he had kids because Nina didn't know. Mm-mm. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, oh yes, Madeline sold Nina's egg, so there you go. Hey, you're my daughter. You're my daughter. Anyway, we got to figure it out. Who who, who who, won the death when it comes to, to, to wacky or crazier circumstances? Um, I'm going to, I would like to give the point to Nell, because Nell really wanted to kill everybody around her and would have. She attacked Willow. She attacked BLQ. She ran off with this kid. Uh, if it wasn't for the pressure... That she was, left Michael to die in the she, car. Yeah, I mean, that was months before, but she did do that. Um, 
when it came to, like she left because of the pressure that was on the cabin and then who knows she might have been trying to circle around to shove carly off of this cliff for all you know esme wasn't as murderous and then melissa said in the chat this is likely true that um that esme was pretty um clear about not intending to kill trina because she was a big part of the plan as well Yes. To get Laura to do something, to get Spencer to do something, and she wouldn't be able to do that if Trina was dead. So when it comes down to it, I think Nell's going to get the crazy point because she was on a rampage when she died, and Esme was Oops. on a focused mission. True. It's true. Chat, this is the last point to decide. Please let me know who gets the point when it comes to the, the, the crazier death, the crazier circumstances of their death. Nell or Esme... Because we got to decide. We got to decide for forever. We have to. This is the reference that everybody's going to make on social media for the rest of time as to who wins the scale of crazy, Nell or Esme. I have to say Nell is the crazier one. I, I do. Would have, I would have to say Nell is the crazier one too, but I'm really curious to know who and the, the more dangerous, final actually. Point. More and dangerous, the more ultimately more dangerous. I think Nell <clears throat> is more dangerous to a wider spectrum of people. Esme was very dangerous to a narrow spectrum of people. And even then, not all that dangerous. She just she just wanted her kid back. I know it sounds like I'm 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 forgiving her, but maybe I'm a little bit. Maybe I am. She really didn't take it as far as Nell did. No. <laughs> but her reign um, of terror wasn't as long. I think Nell. I mean, Nell had more time. Long had had more time. Yeah. Had more time, and Nell had a couple of you know. Uh, well, Esme did too, but you know, El Nell had a time where she was gone and then came back. You know. Yeah. There was a little space in there. <laughs> but Manel was on there for a while being she crazy. Was. She was. She was she was she was on there being nice and on there being crazy. She definitely had a longer downward spiral than what we got with Esme. A much longer arc. <clears throat> Bless you. Thank you. Well, and it looks as though the chat is also in agreement. Janelle Benson <laughs> deserves the point. Janelle Benson is it crazy the crazy one the winner she gets she gets th out of three out of two uh, three to two is what the final score is in favor of nell nell wins three categories mm -hmm. uh she's the crazier mother she had the crazier attempted murders mm -hmm. and actual murders mm -hmm. and she had the craziest wackadoodle circumstances surrounding and during her death Mm -hmm. While Esme walks away with only two points in the category, she had the crazier parents, and she had the better lies. Yeah. yeah what what made what what oh, thank you, made her 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 um, a demise being a little more? Um, I don't know the fact that Spencer went with her, mm -hmm. went over the edge with her. Yeah, just means that they're the they're water. okay on a deserted island together, fighting and getting over their issues. Come back with another baby. Like Blue, Blue Lagoon, Lagoon, that movie. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, honestly, Blink, I, I don't... I, yeah, so old, too. Uh, Blink wants to know if Ron Cavallardi was, was writing uh, for GH during the time of Nell. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he was writing. I know he's writing for days now, and I don't know how long that's been going on. I Remember, don't have an answer to your question. He, he was head writer for GH for a long time. He was. He was. I don't really know when the, when the, when the switch was made, so I couldn't tell you. 
can tell you. Uh, Melissa says Nell is Nina. I don't understand what that means because Nell is way crazier than Nina is. Nina is just difficult to make adult choices. <laughs> uh, ooh, Cheryl has dropped a bonus question in the chat, and I would like everybody to answer it right now. Which character would you want to return first, Esme or Nell? Let us know in the chat as we uh, we, we go through the final business here on this podcast, because that's it. I'm out of topics. And we've been doing this a long time. This has been a successful late night tonight. <laughs> I don't understand what don't you say. What? Say that again. It didn't catch you. Nell. I want Nell to come back. You want Nell to come back? Yeah. Uh, bring Esme back. I Nell to come back first. Actually, back, I want both of them to come back. I mean, it would be nice to have, but what if they both came back at the same time? But I think I'd like to see Nell come back first. Uh, Blink says, bring back Nell. Annette says, Nell. Hello, Annette. Thanks for contributing to the chat. Uh, Esme, Esme, Nell, Nell, Esme. Oh, it's pretty even, ma. It's pretty even. Good question, Cheryl. Who do you, Cheryl, who, Cheryl says Esme. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. I That's like it. all that. <laughs> well, thanks for staying up past your bedtime with us, Melissa. We're gonna let you go now. We're gonna <laughs> get out of here. We're gonna we're we're gonna be this is gonna be it. Um, I, I gotta come up with some sort of fun sign off for this. But um, until in the meantime, while I come up with some sort of fun sign off, I'm just gonna say like the video if you haven't yet. Subscribe to the channel if you had a great time with us trying to figure out this old Nell and Esme situation. I did. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time for Days for Dummies. We're going to cover the week of Days of Our Lives and also learn about the stuff we don't know about uh, with, our, with our with our third co-host, Angela, who's been watching the show for decades and knows everything there is to know about Days for Our Lives. Uh, and then we'll be back again on Sunday morning again that same day at 11 a.m. for the 10th Floor Podcast, which will cover the week of General Hospital. And what a week it's been. It has been. Betrayals. Been watching it. The Pine Barrens. Oh, they went out to the pine bears. I know. <laughs> and there's some bones out there. There's a mini piles of bones. Bear, pine bears, boy, they 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 could find some bones out there. So, ooh, be back for then. Um, catch me on Suds in the Squared Circle tomorrow. We'll talk some wrestling, talk a little Bret Hart, talk about whatever it is that comes up uh, with Vinny. Um, what time but, are you doing that, Matt? Uh, it starts at um, I want to say four o'clock Pacific time is when that starts, and we I believe we're on we're going to be on the Suds in the Squared Circle YouTube channel. At four o'clock. At four o'clock. And then James Lee Jr. Okay. is having some sort of like Zoom thing I think he's having on Friday, I think it is, uh, that I might pop into because he was curious about a little debate that happened in his chat room on one of his shows that I was involved in the other day. So stay tuned to our Twitter at 10th Floor GH for all of the updates as to what might be going on. Uh, and then I'll figure out how to include mom on some stuff too. That way she's not just lonely while I'm over all over the internet. <laughs> I want you to be all over the internet. Yeah, I want you to be all over the internet too. People like you. Uh, follow our <laughs> link tree. Cheryl has dropped a, dropped a thing there. Um, Google 10th floor. Click on all the links. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Find our uh, our Facebook channel as well. You can do all that. Congratulations, Nell Benson. You're the craziest of the two that we've measured. <laughs> Thank you for Janet from Another Planet for giving us great memories. Heather Weber for still being there to entertain us to this day. We couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> He loves those better and crazy uh, stuff. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel always says, I apologize to Matt Damon. We didn't have time for you. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to apologize to um, 
I'm going to apologize to James Patrick Stewart. We just didn't have time for you this week. Hopefully we can get you next week here on uh, <laughs> Late go. Night Tonight. Uh, and maybe <laughs> we'll probably catch you next Thursday. Pay attention. You know, we'll see what topics we come up with. This was a good time. So uh, that's it. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. We'll catch you next time right here on the 10th Floor Podcast channel. Goodbye. <laughs>